Welcome to What Did We Just Read, a podcast where two best friends connect over books and push each other out of their genre comfort zones. This week, we read Have We Met by Camille Baker, a delightful romance about a suspicious app and suspicious second chance meetings. Also, all the wonderful, affirming representation our hearts could handle, and then some. We don't have any business to mention at the top of the podcast, so let's just jump into it. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't talk beforehand about who was going to do the thing. I know. I just assumed that it would be you if it's your book, right? Hello. What's up, guys? How's it going? (laughs) Welcome back to our podcast. What's up, guys? I don't know what this voice is. That's how you normally talk. That is how I sound all the time. (laughs) Oh, I hate it. How's it going, Justin? Uh, It's going pretty well. Uh, I finished reading the book today. Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Other than that, I mean, it's going pretty well. Uh, I'm off from work tomorrow, and I don't go back to work until Tuesday. That's exciting. Then how come you don't have time to record the podcast? Because I'm going to... I was I was getting into that. I'm going to be going to MechaCon this weekend. Oh hell yeah! Which is a anime convention held in our state, our city. Do we? Did have we ever said where we're from? We've mentioned that we are in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. Yeah, <laughs> they could also look it up. Yeah, that's also true. Cool. So if you guys want to meet us at MechaCon, it'll be past. <laughs> this doesn't come out until <laughs> you're gonna get us kidnapped. <laughs> no, I thought MechaCon ended. What was the other? There was another convention that like used uh, to be here. N- last year was supposed to be the last year, but you know, COVID happened. So, so they had to last year. This MechaCon? this year is the last MechaCon. Oh, yeah. that's sad. Yeah, it's real sad. That's why I had to go to this one. You don't I have even, to. Like, I, well, I had to. You don't have myself. To do I told myself I had to. But do you? <laughs> I do. I even got a hotel room and stuff. Oh, that's exciting! So you can uh, yeah, it's gonna be meet awesome. Some good uh, cute cosplay girls. Fuck them. I mean, that's the uh, that's the hope. That's the dream. Make your own romance. Oh, make my own romance! Yay. Um, <laughs> did you do anything interesting in the past? I honestly have no idea what you guys did. I was in DC um, the past week. Yeah, you were in DC. We actually we actually didn't do anything this weekend that I know of. I know they had uh some Pokemon Go stuff going on this weekend, but I did not attend that. Yeah. Uh husband was uh doing doing Pokemon Go stuff while we were in DC. Yeah. And as always, hated every minute of it. <laughs> hated every second of it. Uh no, but it was a good I had a good time. I had a good trip. My sister lives right outside of DC. Mm-hmm. Uh and so when we got there, her mother-in-law and sister-in-law were visiting, so we got a couple days with them. And then my brother lives three hours away in Virginia. So we actually uh, drove up to Virginia to go see my brother, and I got to see my nieces, which was dope. Um, oh, yeah. My older niece is insane. She's very <laughs> morbid. Oh, no. And my younger niece is just cute as a button. Like, I mean, like cute my older niece button. is also cute, but, like, my younger niece is, like, She's four, and so she's, she's got just that fresh like, cuteness. Yeah, she's just fresh. She's cute, she's adorable, <laughs> so cute. Uh, my older niece uh, tried to tell me, tried to convince me of oh, no. the benefits of eating toilet paper. 
she's obsessed with Bugs Bunny, but like, like she wants, she's like, my name is Bugs. Like she introduced herself as Bugs Bunny to us, like <laughs> no fewer than fifteen times. But also, she says that Bugs Bunny is cousins uh, with the rabbit from Five Nights at, from with Freddy Fat, which, <laughs> the rabbit from from Five Nights at Freddy's. At Freddy's? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So she was just like, so she wasn't like a fun Bugs Bunny. She was like, a, I want a, I want chaos, Bugs Bunny. Ah, chaos. Uh, she tried to punch a very small tree. Named <laughs> she, she named Kevin. That's absolutely amazing. And she's very picky. All she eats is like nuggets. Solid. Yeah. She just Solid. doesn't. She like the only thing she wants is like. Apparently, she's like got opinions. She doesn't like Burger King or McDonald's nuggets. She likes Wendy's nuggets. She'll eat Tyson nuggets as well. But yeah, it was a lot of fun because um, my siblings and I are all like kind of spread out, and so I've actually never. I've the last time I saw my older niece, she was like six months old. (laughs) Oh Jesus! And maybe not even. Maybe just like maybe like three or four months old. And I've never met my younger niece before. So it was like super cool. That's awesome. Getting the family together. And then we tried to uh, explore DC to mostly not great results. Mostly not great. Well, a lot of stuff is like closed because of COVID. Uh, um, yeah, and so then they'll sense. also have like timed entry passes, which was fine. But like we got there on Thursday mm-hmm. at like noon. And so we did, like, things for a couple hours, and we tried to, like, go to D.C. and walk around a little bit. Uh, and then Friday and Saturday was when we were driving up and back from Virginia. And then Sunday we tried to explore a little bit, but we didn't, like, get out quite early enough. And then Monday uh, found out that basically most museums are only Wednesday to Sunday open. Yikes. So we got to go to one museum, and then we tried to <laughs> go to the zoo uh, but my sister was having issues with her Metro card. She like met us and then we're going to go to the zoo. Turns out that the Smithsonian Zoo uh, closes at four. Stop letting people in at 3 p.m. Well, Didn't have that on the website. Well, so then that was that was annoying. Uh, so we didn't get to do a ton in D.C. I think we went to like the Freer Museum and we kind of walked mm-hmm. around the botanical garden and we went through the sculpture garden. But like. Not as much stuff as, like, my husband would have wanted us to do. Yeah. I know you guys uh, got lobster rolls and stuff, right? Oh, that was my goal. Yes. I wanted lobster rolls, and I wanted, like, a seafood bucket. Because, like, New Orleans, like, we have seafood, but, like, you can only really get seafood, like, fried. And so I wanted, wanted, like, a seafood bucket. So uh, we went to a place, and I got, like, a bag of seafood that was, like, crab legs, lobster tail, shrimp best thing they ever did though they gave me gloves Glo- oh and that nice? enhanced my experience threefold <laughs> why don't we have gloves that like crawfish boils because it's something about getting in there with your hands not using gloves just eating like a fucking caveman eating like a good old boy on the bayou anyway uh so yeah i went to dc it was a good time. Glad I did it. Hopefully I don't have I didn't come home with the Delta variant. I can't believe it. 
<laughs> oh, I had a no. headache today. I was like at work and I had a headache and I was like speaking no. speaking of the Delta variant. I was uh so in New Orleans, right? TD Cantrell is saying that we're probably going to have we're going to have to start wearing masks and stuff inside. Yep. <laughs> because everyone sucks. And last night uh MechaCon put up a post that was saying that in order to go to like the rave and stuff and do certain stuff, you're going to have to show proof of vaccination or bring a negative COVID test. And I started freaking out because as you know, I just recently moved and I don't remember where I put my goddamn vaccination card. Bro. So I was like freaking out trying to find it. But then I learned from my sister that on LA wallet, you can get a smart health card and it'll show you your like vaccination like status and stuff. Oh, uh, bro, I already got it. I've had LA I didn't, Wallet. Have I you, didn't did know you that. just get LA Wallet or had you had it? I just got LA Wallet like today. Did you pay for when it? When she told me that. Or was it for free? No, it was free. Okay, cool. Cuz they go in waves like so, like the, it's if you just like if like you go to try and download LA Wallet and it's like pay for it, just like mm-hmm. wait a little while and it'll it is regularly for free. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing if if it was to pay for i would have had to buy it anyway because i need this for tomorrow yeah um no the funny story about that is my job recently just did our hr protocol which for people who do not wear masks if they're vaccinated and so the protocol is you have to you have to show proof of vaccination status and then Mm -hmm. they they gave you a lanyard uh that you have to wear if you want to (laughs) unmask and so i did that like they like announced that uh i think Tuesday or Wednesday. And so I went in on Wednesday when I got back to talk to my boss and be like, here's my vaccination status. Give me the lanyard. And then (laughs) today they sent the email that was like, hey, (laughs) city of New Orleans says that starting Friday, you have to wear masks inside. (laughs) You actively hate to see it. I know we uh, my job went maskless probably like two weeks ago, maybe a little longer ago. Well, we work. Well, we. Because we're like I, I work in education. I don't work in a school, but like I work for a, a school network. Because yeah. I work for a school network, we have been following all of the guidelines that like the city of New Orleans slash the school board have been telling us. So if they mm. say we're wearing masks, we wear masks. If they say kids are out of the building, we're, kids are out of the building. So because they just announced like this whole thing, yeah, they had just and it took them a while to come up with like a plan for like how do we like keep track of who's vaccinated um you know and like they had to do a whole thing where like all the supervisors had to like sign something being like hey you're gonna know people's like vaccination status you need to make sure that like you're keeping this information private or whatever like it's on a need to know basis uh basically just your supervisees so it took them a while to come up with a plan and also probably like order enough lanyards for the entire network that makes sense my husband just came in and dropped off uh burger king hell yeah I'm very excited i was i'm i'm now that i've like really gotten used to like using my mute button kind of interested in uh eating food well let me record the podcast <laughs> I, can't I think i was eating it. like pasta last week yeah you were eating we were pasta. <laughs> thousand percent you're eating pasta we record so late i guess i could well i couldn't have eaten because he was bringing us dinner oh yeah i was, yeah, I was gonna recording. pick up dinner I was going to pick up dinner while I was at the office today, but then my head started to hurt, and so I was just like, get home, take a nap. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you ready to hop into what we doing? 
I don't know <laughs> what we doing. What we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Let's hop right in. That was some pretty long banter, so I'm going to remind you guys that this week we it read. Was. Fuck, what was the title? Have We Met <laughs> by Camille Baker. First impressions. Um, I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, not, 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 not a four. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. But it was it was a nice little read. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I went in waves. Like I was like starting to read it. It it also took me like really it was. Okay, it took me disclosure. so long to read this book. <laughs> I'm not it's lie. not even a long book. It's not. It's one it's of the shorter one books of the we've shorter read. Ones. Yes. <laughs> The issue was, I was like, great, I will read while I'm traveling. But I can't, I tried to read on my phone, can't do it, because I have to take notes. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, okay, I'll read on the plane, except when I got back on the plane (laughs) on Tuesday, I was in the middle of like, (laughs) like, my favorite, if I had to say like my favorite, favoritest type of romance novels, it, it started out with hockey. Yeah. And then I found like, you know, I was like, oh yeah, there's like male male romance. My I am a absolute slut for male male hockey romance. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been reading like every time we were like on the metro or whatever, I was reading those books. And so like I'm just supposed to stop to get on the plane to read a book that like isn't a male male hockey romance? <laughs> just the book that we designated to read this week. <laughs> I just it I was love really it. You, hard for me to do it. You texted me <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> you were like, so I might need another day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, same. We can. That's fine. Let's do that. <laughs> I think I text. Yeah, I think I texted you because I knew. No, yeah. I think I texted you. No, I guess I texted you on on Tuesday. And I was like, I'm going to need another day. Oh, no, just, no, no. It might it might have been Monday, to be honest. Maybe. Because I could already yeah. tell on Monday that I was, like, not. Because I hadn't recorded. The, I mean, I hadn't edited the episode yet. So yeah. <laughs> it was definitely Monday. So, I, I don't know. I went in waves. It was a good book. Yeah. I just, like, am in, like, gay hockey romance mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really hard for me to focus on this. Yeah. I get it. I switched between physically reading and then doing the audiobook. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Then I switched to reading while listening to the audiobook. Oh, that's always fun. And that I think that was the way to go. Yeah. Because I like to see the words, but also I like to listen to them. Yeah. I but my sister so I, I've actually finagled my sister my book club that I'm in with my sister to have this be our next book because I was like, let me try and not do double duty if I can. <laughs> and so my sister nice. was already reading it because we're like I think we're doing our meeting on like Sunday or whatever. So she mm-hmm. she'd already read it and she was like telling me about the audiobook which she also was not a fan of yeah. the audiobook. Uh I think <laughs> it the audiobook wasn't great. was a banger. It's just like 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 you said, they have to enunciate everything. So they read it so slow and dramatically. You have to you have to listen to it on two times speed. Yeah. For it to be like remotely like listenable to yeah <laughs> like because they talk like this yeah and then they have to like do the different voices i don't like that yeah it's, it's, oh god 
So I don't know. I liked this book. I think as it got towards the end, I started getting a little bit of like like squee moments, or just like Ooh. <laughs> well, you already know that's how I vibe. I I, I went in waves. I'm just gonna say that I like this, the things <laughs> I liked about this book is it had some really good POC representation. Mm-hmm. Main character, both main characters, multiple main characters are people of color. Yeah. Actually, I don't think there were. I think everyone any, is a POC. Yeah, I don't think there were any people who weren't. A POC, <laughs> yeah, to be honest, which is fun. And this, so this is a, a heterosexual. Maybe it is. I'm gonna say maybe. it's fine. It's it's it, it ends up being a heterosexual romance, but like one of the characters is like LGBT, and like that's totally like that. I like that. Yeah. Because on the one hand, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool if like it was a gay romance because I just like gay romance. It's fine. <laughs> um, but as a bisexual woman in a straight passing relationship that was very affirming like yeah it's also a thing so love that i i will say what my thoughts are as like as i progress the book. <laughs> on the whole i think it was a it was a good book so we are gonna jump into it sick we said <laughs> we said that five minutes ago into the thick of it <laughs> into the thick of it well there's like jumping into it woman. and then there's jumping into it there's la- there's layers there's we layers do, like to first it. impressions like and then and then we do, yeah. So shut up. <laughs> uh, so we meet Corinne. She is 27. She lives in Chicago. She recently moved to Chicago. And when we meet her, her car dies. Just bitch says goodnight. Bessie. Bessie gives out on her. <laughs> yeah, her car's name is Bessie. So she calls her mom uh, while she waits for AAA. And her mom is like, hey, you should call your cousin Tawanda. And Corinne is like, Tawanda's like a cousin of a cousin. Stop <laughs> like, trying I don't to make, even know her that well. <laughs> stop trying to make fetch happen. But she ends up calling. But like, Tawanda has been trying to like reach out to her for a couple weeks. Like, oh, like she like invited her to a party. This is on mm-hmm. the night that her car dies. And so she texts her cousin and she's like, my car died. Can I come by? Uh, I don't th- actually, I don't think she even, I think she just shows up to be honest. <laughs> to the party <laughs> and we kind of get like a little bit of introduction that shortly before she moved to chicago her childhood best friend uh who grew up in chicago has died yeah yeah so that's kind of what prompted her to move to chicago she lived in chicago until she was about eight years old and then she moved but she and this girl at like best friends no issues mm-hmm. for you know 20 years yeah i think they were they ended up going to like college together and then mm-hmm. they her name is joelle yeah her best friend's name is joelle i wrote that down but <laughs> you know me i i know it's fine uh so um, she yeah go ahead oh no that's fine go that was it that was the whole thing <laughs> yeah that <laughs> her name's joelle and you're like i'm done i just say um <laughs> yeah so she goes to this party, it's a little overwhelming. Tawanda has like a few friends over. They have her do shots, and yeah. she's waiting on AAA to get back to her. So when AAA finally calls, she's already like kind of tipsy, and I think it's like a ten minute walk to her car. And while she's standing on the uh, on the balcony trying to like talk to this person, she drops her phone. Yeah, <laughs> over the, side of the balcony, <laughs> falls into a puddle. 
Uh, real quick about this party though. These are the type of people I'm trying to hang out with. All right. Okay. They're fucking playing Mario Party. I mean Mario Kart and stuff, and that's amazing. This is the type of parties that I like. Yeah. Let's go play Mario Party. Let's have some drinks. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good. Par- it was a nice party. Uh, she just, you know, she's kind of a loner. She doesn't have a ton of friends. She's new to the city. She's also kind of an asshole. Uh, so she she was grocery shopping when her car died. And so she's got ice cream. And so she comes into her cousin's house. She's brought the ice cream with her. And her cousin is like, ah, Corinne brought ice cream. She announces to people I definitely did not bring ice cream for. <laughs> hey, I it's understand. Gonna, it's going to melt. What do you like? There's want? a freezer. That's rude. How is that? Coming in I this party intend. like a drowned rat with ice cream and then being mad people want your ice cream. This is ridiculous. So anyway, she wakes up into Wanda's guest room and her so Wanda doesn't live on like a high floor, so like really like falling over the balcony just it, her phone's not damaged, but it did fall into a puddle. And <laughs> yeah. We learned that there's a new app that has somehow been installed on her phone called Met. And Met is like she's not mm. sure what this app is. It's just like <laughs> yeah. completely taken over her phone. She's like, Oh shit, my phone is a virus. Um, and then we also learned that her mom has is going to pay her like first four months of rent because she does not have a steady job. She just does temp work. Yeah. So Met is an app and Met is like, look, you have already met your soulmate. Yeah. <laughs> this, I would have been terrified. Yeah. Uh, it says you've already met your soulmate. Do you want to know? Do you want to reveal the answer? And so she kind of like is like, um, I don't want to know, but. Tawanda and Elise, who is a, who's a friend of Tawanda, are like, bitch, you are. Do it. You do better it. do it. Bitch, you better do it. <laughs> so Met says that she's going to meet up. four people from her past, and she has to decide which of those four people is her soulmate. She gets lunch with Tawanda and Elise. They get her car towed. And that's kind of like, that is that is our setup, guys. That is the. that Yeah, that's basically the setup. Yep. So she is doing temp work. Her first job. Not her first job, but she like she works for a temp agency, and she gets a temp job as an executive assistant like the next day. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's the first job that we see her doing. Correct. So yeah, technically, I guess first job. Yeah, so she gets a temp job as an executive assistant. Had thoughts about this. Okay, <laughs> I'm all ears. So she starts this job, and she's like one really annoyed that people keep asking her where. Tim, the boss's, like, normal executive assistant is. And it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, bitch, he's out of town. Then, it this is, like, day does not go well, in my opinion. <laughs> so then the boss, Jack, comes in, and he's like, I want to have a meeting with you to go over, you know, to get you acclimated, to start going over, like, emails, things like that, and give me notes. Yeah. So she walks in the room, and he sits down, and he says, we usually do this over coffee. And Corinne goes, I don't drink coffee, but thank you. (laughs) He stares at me for a beat. It becomes clear he's implying he would like a coffee, but I wasn't hired to be a mind reader. You don't have to be a mind reader. He's giving you a, we usually do this over coffee. Yeah, he's literally telling you. He's not even saying, like, it doesn't even seem like he's saying, go get me coffee. He's saying, for the next few days, coffee. (laughs) Coffee. (laughs) Which is not like a, a horrible thing to 
Nate happening. I was an executive assistant yeah. for a while. I don't think this is a bad thing. Um, yeah. Especially not in like a corporate world. <laughs> so then she's like upset because I'm, maybe this is a, this is okay for her to be upset about. But then she's like typing up notes. She's like, oh, I have notes for you on her tablet. And he's like, you put my company's information like <laughs> on your tablet. This man is the CEO, I think. Um, I am the not boss sure. and chief operating officer of the company. So, like, he's a CEO, base basically. Yeah, like I can imagine him being like, "Don't put my proprietary information on your tablet," and so makes her delete that it. And she's makes like, sense annoyed about it, and so she's just like, you know, I feel like he's not communicating well, and mm-hmm. my family's like, she's like her. So her brother is deaf, Lido. Yeah. Her brother's deaf. His name's Lido, and so she's like, my family has always like been super big on. Say what you mean, mean what you say, like be open and clear and honest. Yeah. And so she's like, I can't believe that he's like not communicating all with me. And I'm like, <laughs> he's actually being pretty clear. I we usually do this I meeting over coffee, which means here. that when you come to the meeting tomorrow, have coffee. Don't put my personal information on your tablet. My company's information on my your, com- my company's on your information tablet. on your tablet. And she's like, I get the feeling this role has gone beyond that of a normal assistant in ways I can't imagine. She, the temp job was for an executive assistant. Yes. That is like, yes. Yeah, but also I don't feel like he's being unreasonable in At any all. of these like requests or statements. So her first day is kind of bad. So then dude comes in to the office to go meet with her boss. And it turns out that it is her. It's a dude she went to college with and had some classes with. His name's Justin. Hey, that's my name. Yeah. We are nothing alike. He is the... <laughs> Vice president of strategy. He's like 27, so I imagine it's kind of a bullshit role. And so she's like, oh, shit. Met, said that I would meet someone from my past. And, like, dude I went to college with in Texas is here all of a sudden. Is here. So she kind of invites him to lunch. She thinks it's kind of a coincidence. They get get lunch. There's no such thing as coincidences. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) so it turns out she's also just like not i don't know i don't i I didn't like corinne at the beginning of the book i thought that she just like she just said a lot of things by people that i just didn't quite agree with anyway she meets a justin (laughs) and he says something about his wife and she notices he's not wearing a wedding band yeah he's like i don't believe in wedding bands it sends the wrong message and she's like what message is that (laughs) <laughs> that you're married <laughs> and he confused. says i don't want to be seen as unapproachable <laughs> and she says the only people who wouldn't approach you because of a wedding ring are the people who want to sleep with you but not if you're married and he said exactly <laughs> he's he's such a fucking scumbag <laughs> and so she says because she's progressive oh you're in an open relationship your wife has other partners and justin is like he kind of makes a face like ew no my wife's pregnant and she doesn't need, she's not the type to need other men. I hate him. <laughs> he's the worst. Yeah, so he's. I would I would like to put on record that I am nothing like this. <laughs> Only because you're not married yet. I can't. Why, why would you say that? I said on record. <laughs> delete delete this. Delete this. <laughs> I'm going to keep this in. Not, not delete shit. <laughs> 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 That was so aggressive. That was such an aggressive cough. Wow, I, I had to now. I have to keep that fucking cough in. It was loud. You have to. Yeah, 
Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So Corey goes to, her name's Corinne, she goes by Corey, which is going to get confusing, but anyway. Eventually, yeah. She gets dinner with Tawanda and Elise and their friend, boy Corey. (laughs) The other Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to keep typing out Corinne every single time, so I just started calling her Corey. Her mom calls her Corey. I mean, yeah. Boy Corey is, he's not a jerk. Corinne's a jerk to him in this instance a lot. Yeah, well. He's not a jerk. He's just (laughs) in a bad mood because he recently broke up with a boyfriend named Brian. She, like, laughs at him about the breakup, which I didn't understand why she would do that and think that she is a good person. She's, like, asking him, like, why he got dumped. And he's, like, glaring at her and she's smiling. And I'm like, not time to be smiling. He broke up and he's clearly upset about it. (laughs) Yeah, kind of an asshole. She she asks boy Corey why he dumped him, and he says no reason. And she says no reason for breaking up, I chortle. Must mean there was no reason to be together in the first place. A chortle is a gleeful laugh. What the That's fuck, so rude. Corinne? That's so rude. <laughs> That's so rude. So then they, they leave because as they're sitting there, Brian comes in clearly on a date with someone else. So Tawanda's like, hey, Corey, we can get out, boy, Corey, we can get out of here. And so Corinne is thinking to herself, I still have over half my margarita left, but I know it's a moot point when all three of them stand at once and begin pulling on jackets and gathering their things. And it's just like, yeah, bitch, because his boyfriend that he just broke up with. (laughs) Be a little considerate. That's all I'm saying. God. So then she tells them about her date with Justin, her lunch with Justin, which wasn't, it wasn't a date, it was lunch. It wasn't a date, it was lunch. And... Tawanda and Elise are, like, kind of supportive. They're like, maybe he's your soulmate. Um, and she's like, he's married. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shut that shit down immediately. Corey hits her back with a good one. He says, maybe the app thinks you're perfect for an asshole. And she's like, yes, Corey, because she was such a dick to you. <laughs> <laughs> she was an asshole to you. Uh, and she says, I hope your soulmate knows what he's in for since Brian clearly didn't. What? What's wrong with you, Corinne? <laughs> She's, you literally just met this man. <laughs> and you're already going in on him. So she gets Justin to back off pretty quickly. Like she's very clearly shuts it down when he comes on to her again. And she's like, no, you're married. You're gross. Uh, she finishes the temp job. Doesn't get asked back. Probably because she's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Her brother calls. Um, Lido. Yeah. And he talks to her about being in Chicago her best friend's parents don't know that she's moved back to Chicago, despite her being there yeah. for a couple months, which is fair. Her best friend died. It's a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lido is like, you should go see them. And so she decides that she's going to go visit Joelle's family. And turns out that Joelle died of cancer. And before, yeah. she, like, it's kind of awkward with Joelle's dad, which I guess is fair. He just doesn't seem like the type to, like, be able to just, like, host <laughs> randomly. But he's like, when Joelle's <laughs> yeah. mom is back, she's out of town. But like, when she comes back in town, you know, let's get together and do something. And he lets her go see Joelle's room. Uh, so she, her mom has been trying to get her to apply for this substitute job with the Chicago Public School District. And she finally does it because she has no other jobs lined up. And yeah, she only has a couple more months of rent payment <laughs> from her mom. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Corey shows up and Corey is like, hey, <laughs> he like legitimately shows up at her apartment and is like, can I come up? He's like a physical therapist. I'm yeah. in between clients. <laughs> They're all on this side of the town. Can, can I, I come up? by and work? Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's such an asshole. To him. 
This is not an asshole thing. Basically, she is like. This is com- it's completely valid in all honesty. Yeah. So he knows where she lives because after they left the bar with because of Brian, they went back to her place because she was closest. So when she shows up, she's basically like, "Why are like why are you here?" And he's like, "Hey, <laughs> what are you doing here?" I knew I was on the side of town. I needed a place to do some like quick work. I knew where you lived. And she's like, "You didn't think to text?" And he's like, "I didn't have your number." And she's like, "You could have texted to Wanda." And he's like, "Yes, I could have." And so she's like, "So text to Wanda." <laughs> <laughs> she closes the door in his face. I mean, completely justified, to be honest. Don't show up at my house. I don't like that shit. Complete. There you go. If you have not texted, don't show up at my house. I, I get it. So he texts to Wanda. To Wanda's like, is it cool if I give Corey your number? She's like, yes. And then Corey is like, can I come? And I come over and do some work. Hilarious. Yeah. So she he's just doing some work on his computer. She's doing a Tybo video. Which I thought was hilarious. I haven't I haven't heard of Taibo in so long, since I was so a many child. years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, since I was a child. <laughs> uh, and while she's doing her Taibo, he's like, "Oh, you're doing this thing wrong," and he like corrects her form, and then like she's like, oh. <laughs> "Got me a little hot." She likes it, but she doesn't want to like lose a new friend because like she really has like Tawanda, Elise, and like Corey, and he's like not even like, actually <laughs> her friend yet because she's a dick to him. Yeah. Because you shit on him for getting broken up with. <laughs> yeah. And so she lets him. She's like, hey, after she like finishes working out, she like goes take a shower. And then she's like, I have to go pick up my car, but feel free to stay. And then just like lock the bottom lock. And he's like, you wouldn't even like let me come over on an ounce. And she was like, yeah, but I vetted. Uh, you still can't, but I vetted you. So like, I trust that you're. Like, <laughs> you still can't, but uh, you're good to stay. Yeah. But he's like, no, I'll just give you a ride to your car. Um, and when they talk about the car, he seems like he's kind of over Brian. He's like, it wasn't a good relationship. He'd already been thinking about breaking up with Brian. Yeah. So then um, when Corey gets home, she decides to make brownies because it was a thing that she and Joelle used to do all the time. And it turns out that it is actually Joelle's birthday. It's the first birthday since Joelle died. Yeah. So she goes to lay down and ends up crying because like her life's not going anywhere. It wants to go. Her best friend's dead. Ends up burning the brownies. And so she has to make a new batch of brownies. It's all around a sad day. Yeah. <laughs> it's all around bad days. Yeah. So Met, the app, tells Corey, is like constantly giving her like push notifications. <laughs> yeah. This app, <laughs> as I was reading, I was like, this app needs to chill out. Yeah. I would have cut these notifications off so quickly. I don't think it would let her. <laughs> she was like trying to, del- like for a while she couldn't delete it. She tr- yeah. Like. I it- guess I'm throwing away my phone, dude. so she hasn't left home in a couple days and med is like get out of your house bitch (laughs) fucking cut it out dude uh so she thinks about joelle a little bit and she's like let me i don't want to just be she's like let me use joelle to like motivate myself to fill out an application her mom and her brother call and say they're going to visit her yay she's also like Corey has like continually be asked been asking to you the face you just made was so startled. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I hit the microphone arm. It's fine. Oh. Corey has been continually asking to come over to work. And so, like, she's trying to, like, have, like, voice call, video calls with her mom and her brother because her brother is deaf, but also trying to, like, avoid them <laughs> seeing Corey in the seeing. background. <laughs> yeah. And we also find out that their father's kind of uninvolved. Basically, their dad's a dick. 
Corey, you know, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it. Basically, after her parents divorced when Leto was like three and Corey and her Mm-hmm. Corey and her mom and then moved away her dad basically stopped signing he got a new wife he has a couple other kids and he doesn't sign anymore and so Lido's relationship with him is like super strained because he's like you don't even like try and communicate with me care enough to even try to communicate yeah so her brother gets into town because he's got an interview for a job and she is able to like see him and have a quick lunch with him while he's in town and he complains about their dad and she's kind of doing that dick thing where she's like, give him a chance. And I'm just like, I wouldn't. He doesn't like. Fuck him. Like, I've been like his. Because their dad, while their parents were married, was like the more proactive signing parent. Yeah. And then like they get divorced. And then all of a sudden he kind of just like drops Leto. And Leto's like, I have to like communicate with my dad through like an interpreter because he stopped signing. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. I can see how that would put a strain on any relationship, to be honest. Yeah. So she is like, I hope you get this job because I'd like you to move to Chicago. And he's like, it's my fourth option. <laughs> but sure. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'll think about it. Maybe. Yeah, he says, I'll think about it. So she gets another brief temping job and also has sub-training uh, with the school district. Yay. This is the last month her mom is paying rent. So like, <laughs> she's like, she has to do it. Also, Lido, yeah. like, every time she talks to him, he's like, can't believe you're just like mooching off mom. Like, in a good, like, brotherly way, but also, like, <laughs> yeah. she was, like, she's, like, it's, it's like, hard to get a job. And he's, like, I bet when mom stops paying your rent that it'll get real easy to fucking get that <laughs> light of fire under your ass. You know, sometimes you just got to give your brothers and sisters that tough love. So she goes out on Friday with uh, boy Corey, Elise, and Tawanda. And she has gotten extra keys. And because she only has a couple friends in the city, she's, like, gives one to Tawanda and then... Elise is like, don't trust me with anything. I will literally just leave your keys in the subway. And oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know if they have a subway. Whatever. The Metro. You and know. Corey is like, oh, I'll take your key. And, you know, so they do like a weird. It's Elise's birthday and they do an amazing race thing. And she gets paired. Like the only interesting thing here that happens is that she gets paired with Corey for the amazing race. And yeah. at their second stop. Corey sees his mom on a date, so that kind of slows them down. But also, the the, the game is, like, rigged for Elise because it's her birthday. <laughs> yeah, the game is bullshit. Or, like, sh- they literally get to the final stop before Elise and Tawanda. Like, right, right as Elise, like, Elise and Tawanda get there. And, like, yeah. because Elise is in, like, four-inch heels, she's, like, having a hard time walking. And so Tawanda literally just, like, holds the door closed and <laughs> yeah. won't let them in. And then Elise finally catches up, and, like, the guy hosting it is, like, Elise wins. <laughs> so messed up. Play so that, fair. that happened. They end the night at a karaoke bar, and she dances with Corey, and it's kind of hot, and Met sends her another notification. And so then Corey, Corinne gets the sub job, but then she gets, like, a three-week temping job at a law office. And towards the end of her first day, her high school sweetheart shows up. Here he is. Here he comes. Here um, he comes. His name's Anthony. Yes, his name's Anthony. He is an actor. He's an actor. He's an actor. Along with Elise. Yes. She's also not great at this job. I think she's, her attitude's just awful. Well, we know that already. Yeah. <laughs> I did think it was funny, though, that she's, like, on the phone with someone, and the lady's, like, trying to, like... Basically, the lady's, like, trying to, like, talk to her lawyer, and, like, she's trying to, like, yeah. convince the lady to do the actual process, or just talk to her, like, her whoever... And she, Anthony walks in and she goes, 
holy shit. And the lady's like, excuse me? And like the other <laughs> the other receptionist is like looking at her like, you just say holy shit on a phone call it's with like, a customer? What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, dude? So life has been good to Anthony. They dated for seven months. She says high school sweetheart might be a stretch. We only dated for seven months of junior year. At the time, it felt like an important chunk of my life. And it was like, it was. It was seven months. Seven months in is high a pretty decent long, amount of that's time. That's entire school year. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. It's a decent amount of time. Uh, she's feeling very freaked out by Matt, understandably. Because she yeah, thought it was that bullshit. And it's completely not. understand it. He looks good. I think they like make. She kind of like doesn't know if she wants any plans to see him. Uh, but he gives her his card. Uh, he's, did I say that he's an actor and a model? He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he was in theater <laughs> when they were in high school. Yeah. So Joelle's mom reaches out to Corey and asks her to come over. And Joelle's mom is like, Cor- like, Joelle said that you would move back. Also, it's kind of, it's not like fucked up, but basically Corey had been expecting to move to Chicago kind of to help with Joelle being sick. And Joelle was like, don't do that. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Don't rush yourself. And, you know, they talk regularly, but, you know, Joelle was like, I will, you know, I'm just going to do my cancer treatments. I'm going to get better and it'll be fine. But then she gets the call that Joelle is too sick. Yeah. So Joelle's mom, Leda. Leda? 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 Yeah. L-E-Y-D-A. Yeah. It's a much easier conversation with the dad because the dad was kind of like, I'm man. Don't know how to communicate. (laughs) I am man. Don't know communication. And... Leda gives her an envelope and it's like, hey, Joelle said that like when you came by, I wasn't supposed to give, I wasn't supposed to like tell you about this, but like when you came by, because she knew that you would, that I was supposed to give you this envelope. It's like a welcome home gift. Um, And it's got a bunch of mementos in it. So it kind of shakes her up a little bit. Actually, it fucks her up a lot because, you know, getting like a, a, basically like a gift from the grave. Yeah. To be honest, if (laughs) like you or like Dominic or anyone died and gave me a gift from the grave y'all gonna fuck me up my shit it's gonna be would all cry up. for days would cry so while she's over by Leda, Corey had texted him was like hey can i come over and so she's like yes use the key to let yourself in that's cool and when he gets there she's like real shaken up and she she's been making chili and he's been stirring it for her until they eat chili together <laughs> she invites him to dinner <laughs> Adorable. They eat chili together. (laughs) Yeah, he's basically like, I have to go to my last appointment, but I'm going to come back afterwards and we can have dinner together. And she's like, cool. And so when he gets back, he's brought dessert. He brought strawberry shortcake ingredients. And it's not him. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And she texts a picture of the chili because it's her aunt's recipe to her mom and her aunt. And her mom is immediately like, whose arm is that next to you? (laughs) Who that is. She got mama vision. Yeah, she has, like, mama vision. And she tries to deflect, and she's like, oh, it's just a friend. Uh, And then after they eat, Corey is like, hey, how come you were, like, super fucked up and sad when you came home? And she tells him a little bit about Joelle. And it was a nice moment. (laughs) During during this, like, little interaction they have, I I highlighted this because I thought it was really funny. So they're, like, uh, eating dessert. (laughs) and he's like my work supposedly focuses on the body right and she's like i'm sensing this is a leading question he ignores my jab and answers his own question it does but the mind is connected of course the brain sends pain signals yes she goes no what sorry reflex please continue (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought that was so funny. She's like, no, what? <laughs> Not good. What is like wrong with her? I don't know. I thought it was so funny. Like, why do you, why do you constantly have to shit on this man? I don't understand. So she decides to contact Anthony finally just to give it a shot. Mostly because she talks to Elise and Elise is like, bitch, you better go talk to this man. <laughs> bitch, you better do it. Yeah. So she and Anthony go on their date and he takes her to an improv show, which I said, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you don't like to laugh, Maya. <laughs> also, I thought this was funny where Elise was like, you know, she's trying to like avoid going on this date. And she was like, you know, hey, maybe Elise, you should go on this date. And Elise is like, no, thanks. I try not to date actors if I can help it. They tend to be too dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't date men. See the aforementioned reason. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, valid. Elise is also an actor, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to the improv show, and it's honestly more of like a group thing. Like, they go to the improv show because it's his friends are in it. But yeah. then she's kind of like... At the end of the show, all his friends are like, oh, do you guys want to come get, like, dinner with us after for, like, the cast gonna party go thing? out. And she's like, no, I'm on a date with you. I don't want to do that. But, like, he's like, oh, hell yeah, <laughs> you want to go? And so she has to go to this thing. Yeah. And she ends up having a conversation with one of his friends. Name wasn't important. Doesn't come up again. And it's it's okay. He's nice. There's nothing really wrong with him. Yeah. He seems like a, a decent guy. <laughs> he's just. Yeah. He's just very on the whole time all yeah all the time just on yeah she says she divides the group into like the performative half and then like the chill half and he's, he's in the performative half where like yeah everything has to be a moment <laughs> yeah um so anthony asks her back to his place and she's like let me go to the bathroom real quick and so she calls <laughs> she calls elise and or she calls to wanda and to wanda's like you're on speakerphone elite like elise like she's like should I sleep with him? <laughs> she calls to Wanda and she's like, should I sleep with this man? And Elise in the background is like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do, girl, do girls do this? Do women do this? I've been in the same relationship since I was 18 years old. I have no idea. Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your input. <laughs> I think some people do like call and ask your friend like, should, should I? I go for it. So she's like, you know, Tawanda's like, so Elise is like, yes, do it. Fuck him. And Tawanda is like, <laughs> do it. You know, do you think that he might be your soulmate? And she's like, I have no idea, but like maybe I could test drive it. It'll take that back. (laughs) (laughs) And then, then she finds, then, then, then Tawanda is like, what do you think, boy, Corey? (laughs) Other Corey? And he's like, I hate this. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, if she's considering voting on it, she shouldn't be with him, which is fair. That's right. Tawanda's kind of like, I agree with that. Elise is still like, fuck that boy. She's like, dick, 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 dick. As in, yeah, essentially. So, she, yeah, that that was awkward. Um, and so she decides that she's going to do it. She's going to go see if <laughs> Anthony is the one for her. She's going to go see what that thing do. <laughs> she keep that motherfucking thing on him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Their first kiss is like really awkward when they get back to his apartment. This just isn't fun for anyone, in fact. Yeah. Just like, the whole experience. Like, she, like, looks at him, and then he looks at her, and then he quickly goes to kiss her, and she's, like, cuts off my air supply. I'm sputtering yeah, in his he's mouth. Got, he's kind of, like, jolted by this. He's like, whoa. Yeah, and so then he's like, do you want to just sit down? Let's let's try again. He reminisces about uh, 
about them fooling around in high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm glad I was the first. And she's like, sweetheart. Because they used to, <laughs> during their lunch break, because he had a car, they would drive yeah. to a church parking lot. <laughs> a church parking lot. And he would finger banger. I think it's funny, though. He says, I never thought we'd be like this again. And she's like, did you want us to be? And he was like, no, I mean, I, I didn't think about it, but... <laughs> <laughs> just something I never thought about. <laughs> yeah. And so she, he's like, yeah, I know. I'm glad I was your first. And she's like, I was the first. <laughs> yeah. She's like, honey, baby yeah. boy. And he's like, he's like, that doesn't count. And she's like, in her head, she's like, yeah, it does. I was the only yeah, one of us does. capable of getting her thing. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> he was not good at it. And, but in, in, in real life, she's like, I can't say that because that's going to kill the mood. So she's like, do you want to remind me how it went? And so he's like, brown chicken, brown cow gets on his knees <laughs> she's there on the couch and he says i'll do you one better and then uh it cuts to her in his bathroom yeah i i hated this don't to be know honest. what happened what do you mean he they call it spitgate. he spit on her that's that's what i got from it because she's like wiping off her dress she's trying to like wipe something off of her dress oh but yeah then, that part i didn't get so, I don't know if he like spit like on her. So the, the only thing dress. I think of was like if he was gonna spit on her, he would have spit on her vagina. Which fair, don't spit which, on my yeah. vagina. This isn't a porno. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't a porno. Don't do that. He also pisses, just walks in the bathroom while she's doing that. That's what I. That, I was. I was about to say that. I hated that. Yeah. So she says, "Don't spit on me down there. Don't spit on me anywhere." That's fine. She thinks that. But what is she wiping off of her dress? Does he? Did he come on her? Did, that's what I thought. He came like he came on her dress. I but I was like, what did so? This is how it went. He ate her out, right? And he was like, was that good for you? And then she was like, yeah, I guess. And he was like, cool. And he just like winks, like just jerks off yeah. right in front of her. I'm like that's like how did this I think happen? She said, I think I think she implies she tried to like finish him off with her hand. Long story short, it wasn't good. Yeah, she does not have a good time with Anthony, and then. He's like, hey, uh, who's Corey? <laughs> yeah. And she's hey, like, uh, huh, what now? What a who? Meanwhile, hey, he's still pissing this whole time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, so uh, who's Corey? She said, Corey, she said boy Corey's name during sex. Yeah. When she came. When she came. <laughs> yeah, she said boy Corey's name. And so she's like, oh, you know. I was talking to me. My mom calls me Corey. I was doing a good job. So I was like, go, <laughs> yeah, Corey, go. Like, I was egging myself on, dude. And she's like, he's like, hey, give me a minute. We can go again. And she's like, I don't want to. She's like, no, I got I to gotta leave. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to her the next day. And her mother is uh, verbally accosting her because while she was out with <laughs> Anthony, she sent a picture to her mom like, oh, look, it's me and Anthony. But like the picture, because she was drunk, the picture was really her like pretending to lick his face. And she's yeah. like, what kind of grown woman drunk texts her mom a picture of her pretending to lick her, lick her ex high school boyfriend's face? Me. I'm that woman. <laughs> me. Uh, her mom is like, don't date Anthony. Step back. Downvote. Her mom's not about it. <laughs> Downvote. Thumbs down. Yeah. Um, her mom is again like, get a job. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I mean, 
So she's done her training for the substitute position, so she applies for a substitute job. Yay. And it's been a few days. I think it's been like a week. And Corey has not been around like he normally is. Yeah. He he didn't come by on his normally scheduled like Tuesday in between appointments. And she doesn't understand why because she's not only an asshole, she's stupid. Girl, he like you. <laughs> and you were talking about fucking some other dude. You're too much of an asshole. So she decides to explore the envelope from Joelle and she's just going to like look at all the items like individually. Mm-hmm. And so her plan is like she goes like she'll just go to the envelope and then she'll like pull out an item at random and then like try and figure out what Joelle is trying to say to her beyond the grave. And the item she pulls out is like a flyer for like a finance workshop for low income people. It's an organization called Finance for the Fam. No one really seems to know what it was about mm-hmm. but she tries to go to the website but the website is down not working right now yeah the website's down so she's like i don't know maybe like the next time i'm in the area i'll try and go check it out and she decides to wash her hair and it's you know i respect a book that is written by a black woman with natural hair talking about just how time consuming it is to have natural <laughs> hair. to do your hair yeah <laughs> so while she's doing her hair uh cory stops by and she's like oh yeah cool come in and she's like i'm gonna go do finish doing my hair in my room and cory ends up coming in the bedroom and he's like hey i can help you finish twisting your hair and she's like oh okay that's cool um and she's like where'd you learn to do hair and he's like i had an older sister who had all those like hair creepy hair mannequins <laughs> yeah like the the head mannequins yeah and he tells her about playing dolls with his sister uh and he was like he also tells her that like he stopped doing that with his sister because uh one day his sister was asking him to play dolls and he was like cool and he like went to go get some water and he overheard his uncle being like can't believe you letting him do basically letting him do this gay shit this feminine shit i'm and- so over <laughs> toxic masculinity yeah and then it's absurd more painfully his dad was like yeah i agree but also like i can't tell my wife not to let him do that his wife he's like his mom would get so mad at me i'm not i'm not even going to like do it but i wish he wouldn't do it either and so he stopped playing dolls with his sister and he also says like because he's bisexual yeah or pansexual because i think when they were talking about relationships, he said, like, he, she, or they. Like, he's open to all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he considers himself bisexual. And he says that, like, she's like, you know, have you ever talked to your dad about that conversation? And his dad, like, didn't remember it at all. But was like, I don't remember this. It seems like a thing I would say. And I'm sorry that I said it. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Corey says that his uh, mom and them tried to keep all that shit, like, away from them and kind of mm-hmm. try to let them do what they want to do. Yeah. So his, his, his family was pretty accepting and his dad apologized. And so they're having this like really awesome moment. And he like at one point like massages her scalp a little bit. And she <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, shit. She moans a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> she, hey, I totally get it, though. Yeah, I understand. And so she turns around in her chair because she's like sitting and he's standing behind her and she basically pulls him in for a kiss. That's right. Yeah. 
But then they almost fall because she's like literally sitting in a chair. Yeah. It was a pretty like steamy kiss. Yeah, it was a steamy kiss. She pushes him onto the bed for a little bit of a better makeout. And she tries to take things further. And he is like, gotta go. I have to leave. I have to <laughs> I have to leave. I have to go. He seems he doesn't just like be like, I have to go. Like he basically makes like he growls. Like he's just like, mm, can't do this. And then he's like, I have to get home. Uh, and so that hurts her feelings. And she's also upset because she has to finish doing her hair. Because I mean, yeah, she's horny and also has to undone. finish twisting her hair. Uh, so she goes to her first sub day job. Her first job subbing. It's her second grade classroom. Favorite grade of mine. I love second graders. Yeah. Favorite age. Oh, that's nice. I didn't yeah. know that. Um, the kids are super nosy as kids are. They're asking her all kinds of questions like if she's in a relationship. <laughs> One of them asks if she has a bae. Yeah. Anyway, this teacher uh, is named Devin, and Devin and Corey have met before. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Who would have thought? Very briefly, Devin and Corey met because Devin was doing, like, a drunk painting class with their mom. And Corey was doing a drunk painting class with their mom, and Devin was assisting with it. So, like, they, it's not, like, the last two where they, like, actually knew each other. Yeah, no, they just kind of offhandedly met. Devin's awesome. Devin yeah, is by great. far the best potential soulmate. And Devin yep, is like, do you want to go percent. to teacher happy hour? Um, <laughs> also, Corey is upset about how things got left with boy Corey. But also yeah. boy Corey is after Matt. And so she's like, he's not even like, like, I don't know how much I want to try and pursue him because... He's not. He's like not even attempting to try to reach out. He's not trying to yeah. reach out, and also like I've never, I'd never met him before. Yeah, so I don't know who he is. How am I supposed to like? Obviously, he can't be one of my soulmates. Yeah. Their teacher happy hour is lame. <laughs> now hold on now. <laughs> Look, okay, they go to like a. Like I like a sweets. Donut shop. Like I like a bakery. bakeries. That's fine. When I worked I in education, alcohol, which I still do, uh, we called it. What do we call it? We called it um not donut happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> Book club. Book club. So that we oh, could announce over, we adorable. could do over the announcements like hey, we're doing book club at this place and the kids would be like, I don't know what what the hell book or like don't forget about book club. That was what you called awesome. it. That's awesome. And we would drink. There would be That's alcohol. Sick. Who's going to who's going to happy hour with a bunch of No, we drink. Like I love children <laughs> but they're exhausting. That's fair. So I thought that that was lame. And so they decide to, like, walk back to the school. And while they're walking, they pass by finance for the fam. Yeah. Because Devin is like, I did art for them. I did, like, a little, like, mural or something for them. Because Devin is the art Mm -hmm. teacher. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this is the place that, like, Joelle did that workshop. And so they go inside. And it turns out that finance for the fam is looking for a finance person. And that is actually Corinne's background. Yep. And so she's like, I am a finance person. She's I like, want, that's me. I want a job. You look for person for job. I, me. You need job. You have job. I need job. Yeah. So the guy is like, you know, like here, here's a, it, basically like an application kind of, and we'll yeah. see if you might be a good fit for us. It's a nonprofit job, so like don't expect to make a lot of money, but mm-hmm. we are struggling, and so she decides to like, she's like, yeah, I'm gonna apply for this job. She tells her. Chicago friends about the potential job and Corey is like boy Corey is like hey 
Ken, we have dinner, and they kind of have a little bit of a fight because... I I want to say she is completely in the right here because they, 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 they have a fight because he's like, you're basically trusting your love life and your sex life to this app instead of making your own judgments. Yes. And she's like, first of all, you have no right <laughs> to like be trying to dictate my sex life. Yeah. And she is talking to him about the job and he, he basically is just like one, she doesn't tell him about Devin. Yeah. Like she's just like, Oh yeah, I met this person at school, but like doesn't mention that Devin is a soulmate. Potential soulmate, yeah. And but he already kind of knows somehow. And so she's like, Oh, I guess Tawanda and Elise told him about Devin being a potential soulmate. Mm-hmm. He's also annoyed that she like slept with Anthony. But I, I kind of yeah. understood his point also where he's like you kissed me, but then you're still focusing on this app. So, like, the app is, yeah, like, so I, makes sense. I, I get both of their sides. Yeah. Where he's, like, you kissed me, but, like, also, by your logic, like, we, like, there's nothing for us because I'm not a soulmate. Yeah, essentially, yeah. So, they argue, and he leaves, and Corey decides to invite Devin to game night. And then it turns out that boy Corey invited his ex, Brian, to yeah. game night. Awkward. Uh, it's also it's actually kind of fun though. They do like some fun games, um, and she kind of is like making eye contact with like boy Corey throughout the like events, or like they get the same yeah. jokes. They have like they're they're very much on the same wavelength. They're very compatible. Yes, and also Devin is amazing, and everyone loves Devin. Everyone loves Devin. I love Devin. So after they finish with game night, it's also a sober game night. <laughs> yeah, apparently the last time they had it. With drinking, Brian fell down the stairs and broke his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> so Brian is making bad jokes. Devin is making great jokes and like great jokes, keeping the conversation going. Everyone loves Devin. And she also, so they they have she gets in another argument with Corey because he realizes that Devin is a soul, potential soulmate. So that pisses him off because he's like, so I was correct that like. So I was right. Yes. And she gets pissed off at him because she's like, oh, I can give you a ride. Or she's like, oh, I'll give Brian a ride. And Brian's like, oh, Corey, boy, Corey has me. Yeah, he's got me. And she realizes. And she's like, they bought to fucking sleep together, bro. Yeah, she's like, she's, she's like, like, he's like going back to his apartment. Together. And so she is talking with like, she's like thinking about it in the car while she's with Devin. And Devin is like, I don't think that that's what's going to happen. And it kind of is, like, the end of, of Devin and, and Corey. I think, like, Devin, it's not, like, the end of them or, like, in, like, a bad way. It's just, like, Devin yeah. realizes, that like, Corey is stuck on boy Corey. Corey yeah, Corey is stuck on Corey. Uh, and so, Devin's so cool. Devin's the best. So <laughs> boy Corey actually ends up calling and is, like, hey, can I stay by you? Because there's, like, a lot of traffic going back to my place. Because he just, he legitimately dropped off Brian and was, like, now I got to try and get home. And so she says, fine, you can stay on my couch. Uh, Corey showers at her apartment the next morning. And he invites her to breakfast. And he's like, I'm sorry for what I said about Anthony. That was out of line. But also I'm frustrated because, like, you're so focused on this app. But, like, Corey, I want to date you. Yeah, he's like, I want this to be a thing. She, um, and he's like, you know, 
do you like this is when he's also like you know do you trust this at more than your own judgment and she's like you think i'm dating all these people and he's like we took a like i was in the car when you took a vote about whether or not to sleep with anthony <laughs> yeah he's like i'm not concerned about your dating life i want to be your dating life which i was like mm. and she says we need to talk about anthony and he's like i would prefer we didn't actually and she's <laughs> like, like but hey, i have let's to tell not do you. that so she tells him <laughs> that she said his name when she when came, An- when, when she came, when Anthony was going down on her, she also called it the most anticlimactic cunnilingus in her entire life. <laughs> Just like, don't use the word cunnilingus. <laughs> Strike it from the fucking record. <laughs> you don't like that word? Do you like that word? I'm impartial. Ew. It neither bothers nor it <laughs> turns bothers me, me on. It's it's nothing. They decide to try, and they kiss again, and and then he kisses her downstairs. Yeah, he's like. It's only fair I get a chance to redeem myself for being associated with your most anticlimactic cunnilingus. Since he, he she's like, you know, I had to think oh, about you. you. <laughs> she's like, I had to think about you to get off. And he's like, you know, since you used my image without my consent and all. He's like. It was hot. About to get in there, dog. So they decide to go out to breakfast after getting it in. I don't know if they have sex. Everything's closed door. It made me upset. <laughs> yeah. Everything's nothing. We don't know. Maybe they I'm gonna t- I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until we get to that point, but I'm it, it made me upset. <laughs> I'll tell you why it made me upset. So they decide to go get breakfast and Tawanda and Elise are like, Hey, do you guys wanna go get breakfast? Like brunch with us. And they aren't yeah. trying at all to keep it a secret and so <laughs> Oh no, they're just full blast. So she gets a text from her brother and Lito is like, Hey, we are actually coming to visit you in a few weeks. And so Tawanda and Elise come over while Corey is cleaning up to in preparation for her mom and her brother to arrive and they're like so they come over and they're like oh we're gonna do like we're gonna make soap and we're gonna make some like face <laughs> some face scrubs and she's yeah. like oh i thought and tawanda's like what did you think and she's like i i thought it was like an intervention or something and tawanda was like oh bitch it is an intervention you thought you were <laughs> yeah. just gonna like bone and not mention it and we weren't gonna have this fucking and then conversation we weren't gonna talk about this she was like oh no 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 it most definitely is but i brought soap stuff yeah, and she's like, why didn't you guys ambush Corey? And they were like, oh, we did. We told him not we to tell told him. you. <laughs> yeah, we told him to shut his goddamn mouth. Yeah. Uh, and then they do, like, a little, like, visualization activity of, like, where they want to see themselves in an indeterminate amount of time, which was actually pretty cool. It was, like, a, like Elise basically had them, like, write out a script, like, write a scene uh, for where they are. Uh, yeah i thought this was a pretty cool exercise yeah and like where they are and like what they want to happen i don't remember exactly what what theirs was but Corey's was basically like a year from now on joelle's birthday and like hanging out with like making brownies with like elise and Corey and tawanda yeah and just like having like friends and like a, a community uh so she does end up getting the interview with finance for the fam the interview was not an interview it was kind of just them shooting the shit yeah like she like gets there and like she has like they ask her like one question and then she like says something and that kind of gets like the like the three board members to start like spitballing about like what they like their plans are and so it's really just her like jumping into the conversation with like her plans her ideas how they can grow and so she goes home and she's like but she's also spent like days having like tawanda and elise and Corey like (laughs) thrill her with interview questions and so she's like a little bit pissed off that she did all that work. <laughs> <laughs> For nothing, essentially. Yeah. This is when I got mad that the book was closed door romance because we find out that apparently, like, 
both Corys are pretty like like to be in control in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, we did. And so she is like, he's writing like a research paper or something or like a proposal. And so she's like, let me read your proposal. And he's like, no, you can't read my proposal. And she's like, look, let me read your proposal and I will like give you complete control in the bedroom. And he's like, bitch, there ain't no way, but I'm not turning it down. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's like, I don't think you're doing it, but here's the paper. (laughs) Yeah. And so while she's like, so he's like, look, so she finishes the paper and she like likes it. She gives him some feedback. It's really nice. And then he's like, look, go get naked. Go get. Go start the shower. <laughs> Do not get in until I, until I until tell I you. get there. That's right. And while she's doing that, while she's like getting naked and stuff, he's like, "Hey, your phone is ringing," and she's like, "Not the time." And he's like, "It's a local number," and she's like, "Give me the goddamn phone." <laughs> Give me the phone. Completely naked, bro. <laughs> yeah, she's like butt ass naked, and it's fine to the fam, and it's the three board members, and they're like, "We wanted to offer you the job right away, but we needed to like talk to our lawyer, get like draft like a." A jo- like a an offer letter but like but it's basically yours i also thought this was really funny where after the call she's talking with Corey and like she's like jumping up and down <laughs> and excited and he's like she's like she's like oh man i'm so excited to take your clothes off so you can praise me and he was like you were supposed to give me control and she's like tell yeah. me how you want it zaddy <laughs> I, <thought laughs> I also highlighted that because i thought it was hilarious <laughs> amazing so they have more closed door sex which i'm i'm very excited about but the the best part is she says that and Corey's just like no <laughs> he's like don't do that he's like i don't want to be zaddy is it no <laughs> uh, so her mom and Lido finally visit uh Lido has actually accepted a position at gallaudet which if I would, if the next time I go back to DC, I do want to visit Gallaudet's campus. Gallaudet, if you don't know, is a university for the deaf. Oh, and so like, yeah, it's like it's 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 awesome, and so it's up. cool because you know Lido's going to get to do his research and stuff like in a community that is affirming of his identity. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, I, I kind of know how to sign a little bit, like a little. I, I I took sign language in high school. I just don't have anyone to sign with, so I don't know, Rachel. If you you're probably listening, so like, if you hey. want to like. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm I, about it. I would like to learn how to sign also. Hey, babe, let's do it. I don't know why I call hey. you babe. <laughs> <laughs> you know why you call me babe, babe. I know. Hey, <laughs> it's because you're my soulmate, Maya. One of the things I learned about Gallaudet is because Gallaudet is a, is a university that like, caters to like deaf people. It's yeah. ve- like everything is like super accessible for that. So like one of the things I know is that they have an uh, elevator that it has glass to the external Ooh. and so like people were like it's not uncommon to see like students and teachers like signing at each other while like one of them is riding up in the <laughs> elevator <laughs> like talking to your teacher about like your your grades or stuff like that that's amazing yeah i love it so Corey calls and he's like hey my mom so he, he saw his mom on a date and he didn't know his mom was dating turns out she's been in a relationship for like six months and he calls and he's <laughs> yeah. like i just found out that my mom is engaged and they're having an engagement party this weekend and i'd really like it if you came yep and he also is like i know your mom and your brother are in town if you want to bring them bring them to the totally cool engagement party i just want you there i don't know how i would have felt either if if like the girl that i just started dating like sprung that on is like hey engagement party two days from now let's do it yeah (laughs) it's like my family's in town i don't know what to do here i guess i'm going to this fucking engagement party so she shows Lido the package from Joelle and he likes looks through looks through it a little bit and she had seen a 
I think a for like button. the Met Gallery, like the Met. Yeah, I think I think it was a button, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, from the the Metropolitan Museum of Art, otherwise known as the Met, and he tells her that he and Joel, because despite the fact that he's a few years younger than him, he was also close to Joel, and he was like, I, yeah. I never told you this, but like I was planning to like marry Joel. And she, she was like, you guys are six years apart. And he was like, I didn't have a problem waiting until she was 35. Yeah. And <laughs> and so he was really close to Joelle. And he said that, like, they had jokingly talked about an idea. Like, she had jokingly had an idea for a dating app called Met. Met. This blew my fucking mind. Yes. So she immediately, once he talks to her about this, is like, oh, I have made a horrible Grief mistake. mistake. With getting together with Corey. Because now this app isn't just some creepy, like, virus on her phone. Now it's, like, a thing from Joelle. It's, like, a sign from Joelle. Yeah. So that, like, she's, like, I don't... She's basically, like, starting to be, like, I'm going to have to break up with Corey. Which is devastating to her. Yeah, it's... it's fuck, it sucks, dude. So she tells Corey... She tells Leto about the app. And he's, like, that is... I mean, obviously I believe you, but, like, crazy. yeah insane and her mom gets mad at her because she's not been forthcoming about being in a relationship she hasn't been forthcoming about this job Uh, the job yeah and her mom was like you just don't tell me anything and like her mom's getting all this information from tawanda because tawanda answers the phone and talks to her (laughs) yeah and so they go see joelle's parents and joelle's mom Leda gives them a scrapbook and she's like oh this is another thing that like joelle had and Mm -hmm. here you go and so Leto is just, like, obsessed with it because he's, like, he just wants to, like, look at through all the stuff that, like, Joel gave because he was also really close to Joel. Yeah. It hurts him, too. So her mom is, like, also, let's go to this fucking engagement party that you're trying to get us to not go to because I know that there's a party because she talked to Tawanda. <laughs> because Tawanda told me. So Corey is, like, nervous about this because she's thinking about breaking up with boy Corey and also just nervous because, like, she's meeting his mom and his sister. Uh, yeah, she's meeting his family for dead, the first the time. His parents are divorced. His dad died. Yeah. Leto thinks Corey is being really dumb. He's like, you shouldn't break up with him over this. That's so stupid. And she introduces Corey, boy Corey, to Leto. And boy Corey has <laughs> started learning how to sign. Uh, adorable. Because her brother is deaf. That is so nice. My heart that clenched. Is... <laughs> That's like, Maya, you know I'm a big softy. My heart clenched. <sighs> it was a beautiful moment. Boy Corey is a little skeptical about his mom's fiance. You know, he kind of just met this dude Fair. Like a few weeks ago. Yeah. And she also scolds Tawanda where she's just like, hey, can you stop telling my mom literally everything? Like, can you talk to me first before you try and talk to my mom <laughs> about me? Yeah. I will tell you what secrets I need to keep. Stop this. Yes. And so Tawanda apologizes. I think she was a little bit harsh to Tawanda. Like... I get it, but, like, she was talking to Tawanda, like, she's like, bitch, I told you not to tell my mom enough, and she's like, you didn't. You didn't, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> But you didn't. Um, And then they're sitting, and she takes the scrapbook from Lido because Lido's just been, like, obsessively reading it. Mostly because he's at a party <laughs> yeah. with, like, a bunch of hearing people, and he's deaf, so, like, he's keeping he's himself like, I'm look at these pictures. Yeah. And Corey's sister, Niqua, calls her mom over, and she's like, Mom, <sighs> look who's in this picture. And the picture's of three boys... And slightly behind the three boys is Corey and Joelle. One of the boys in the picture. Happens to be boy Corey. She's met boy Corey before. She 
looks up and she makes eye contact with him and his face does not look like the face of a man who did not suspect that they had met. Yeah. So she gets up and she's just like, I need air. And so she walks. I need to leave for a second. To the backyard or whatever. And Tawanda follows her and she's like, are you going to break up with him over this? And Corey is like, hasn't even, she's like, that actually wasn't something she'd been thinking about at all. And, you know, she's like, she was convinced that Corey and her would end up in heartbreak, yet was still she was still willing to hang on for the ride. Now our relationship suddenly has the support of Met, of Joelle. And so it's just it's just a lot for her to process. And Tawanda's like, I'm gonna send Corey out so you guys can talk. And she's like, Why didn't you tell me? So what happened was they met and Corey didn't recognize her. Yeah. Until she talked to him about Joelle and he remembered Joelle. From, I guess, school. Yeah. Well, he, he remembered Joel from social media posts that his friends were posting. Yeah, friends of friends. Like, you know, people you went to friends elementary Friends of school. friends, yeah. And he realizes, he, he didn't have any proof because he didn't have that picture, but he was like, it's very coincidental that, like, her best friend knows a lot of my friends. Because Joel, you know what they say, Maya? There's no such thing as a coincidence. Because Joel, despite <laughs> the fact, so Corey's parents divorced and her mom moved them to Houston. Joelle grew up in Chicago. So, like, she definitely has a lot of, like... Chicago native friends. Yes. Yeah. So, he's like, I didn't want you to only consider me because you thought that the app was convincing you to pursue me. And girl Corey goes, did you only pursue me because of the app? This is, uh... Quite the conundrum. I yeah. know what's happening. <laughs> I can see... I can see Jinx. Jinx's tail just. <laughs> she's all up in his his lap. <laughs> so she's like, I don't want to break up with like, she's like, you know, she realizes that when they had their argument right after she met Devin, that he had said, he's like, you know, you're taking so much stock because of three coincidences. And she took that to mean that he knew about Justin, Anthony and Devin. But at that yeah. point. He didn't know he that Devin was a soulmate. He was talking about himself. Yeah. And so she's like, you kept telling me, like, every time they argued, he was like, you need to trust yourself. You need to trust your instincts. Why are you so focused on this app? And the whole time, he's never trusted Corey. Yeah. He's always, he's, he's never trusted her. And so she's like, I don't want to break up with you over this. I just like, and he, he's like, you know, you wanted me when there was a high chance of this being temporary. And she's like, soulmates don't have to be forever because partially for her she's like joelle was like she considers joelle to be a platonic soulmate yeah and he's like this part made me say it yeah he's like my soulmate would be forever and he's like you're correct i don't trust you i don't trust this relationship and i need a break and so he breaks up with her made me very sad just just that like sentence of like soulmates don't have to last forever and these like mine would i was like oh oh no so she doesn't really have any time to like focus on her breakup because her mom and Lido are still in town and her mom when the driving she's driving her mom to the airport her mom is like i don't understand why you're being so dumb like (laughs) get back together with that boy he was obviously enamored with you and Corey's like i shouldn't have to convince someone to be with me and her mom's like you know maybe you need to extend and she's like, you know, he doesn't trust me. And her mom's like, maybe you need to extend trust to him and give him the chance to do the same. And so then her mom is like, 
why did you break up when he you saw that he was in that second grade picture? And so then she tells her mom, I thought that this was going to be like, I was, this was pissing me off a little bit because I thought her mom was going to yeah. be like you. Like, I was like, there's a thing in romance novels, like the, uh, the, what is it called? Like the big, um, basically like where you were like, you do like a big, uh, like forgiveness thing. Like you mm-hmm. go to them and you do like a, will you forgive me? I need to look up what this is. Hey, this is editing Maya. I'm going to spend the rest of the podcast trying to describe what is referred to in romance novels as a grand gesture. It's an elaborate showy action typically to win someone's love. I couldn't figure out what it was. And so I just spend the rest of the podcast periodically bringing it up. But just know that every time I bring it up that I'm talking about a grand gesture. A forgiveness arc. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, there's like it's like, it's like a big <laughs> thing I'm where like you, it's you called you, the forgiveness arc. <laughs> sure. It's not. <laughs> but basically, it's like you the person who has done the wrong thing goes and they do like a huge like a they they try and get like you to like forgive them and they do like a big a big action to get you to forgive yeah. them. And where I thought that this was going to go was that her mom was going to say, you need to do the big action. And I was going to be like, fuck that. Dude doesn't trust her. <laughs> he lied to her. Yeah, that's that He suspected fair. that they knew each other. And that was fucked up. He took that response. He took, he's like the whole time, like she said, been being like, why aren't you trusting yourself? And the whole time he didn't trust her and he wasn't letting her make an informed decision. Correct. So I was like, fuck all of that. He needs to do something big for her. <laughs> but she tells he needs her mom. To do the action. She tells her mom the whole story, including about like the the app. And her mom is like, Yeah. Nah, I get that. I understand where you're coming from now. I don't know what choice you should make, but I get it. To be honest, everyone's just cool with this ghost app. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's just like, Yeah, it makes sense. Sure. Why not? A little weird, but uh stranger yeah. things happen. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, no. <laughs> I can't say that. So her mom her mom understands a bit better and is like, I don't know what you should do, but I understand why it's not so easy. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we came home from DC and yeah. Doc has been an entirely different cat <laughs> in that he has completely forgotten all the rules. He's, he's been trying to hop up <laughs> on counters. He's There's been trying no to hop rules. up on my dining room table. He's been hopping up on my bookcase. He's just like, I just want to be places. When mom and dad are gone, the kids will play. Okay. There's no rules. <laughs> so Corey has her first day of work with Financial the Fam, and it mostly goes great. The board members also say that she might need to get a second job because they don't pay a lot. It's yeah. a nonprofit. She has a girls' night with Tawanda and Elise. And Elise is still team app. She's still team Corey. Yay. And (laughs) yeah, she's like, you know, I I think that like you guys are doing great. I think that you guys should keep it together. And Corey is like, okay, but like I had two great soulmate options. Devin was also (laughs) an option. And Devin was great. Elise reveals that she, uh, because Corey, Corey, at this point, Corey and Corey had been dating for like a month. 
Yeah. And so Elise saw Devin again and was like, okay, well, they're <laughs> surely a thing. So, like. They're a thing. Let me I'm gonna, slide. <laughs> I'm going to go see what's going on over here. Yeah. So Devin stops by the office while Corey is working. Devin and Co- Devin and Elise are very cute. Adorable. <laughs> Absolutely adorable. Yeah. we're So Elise has a show coming up. And I think that's where they're going. I think she's like, it's, think, yeah, it's, I think it's Devin the same picks night. Up. Yeah, that's the same night. And so Devin is wearing a shirt that has pineapples on it <laughs> and is holding a bag with a pineapple in it. And Devin is like, it's an inside joke. I told Elise I'd show up at her opening night with a bouquet of flowers. She said she'd prefer a bouquet of pineapples instead. And Corey's just like staring at Devin and Devin's like blushing to like what and Corey's just like (laughs) y'all are cute that's all (laughs) (laughs) it's so goddamn adorable so she hasn't talked to boy Corey in a few weeks other than like he texted her when she was working and it was like hey I left my charger and she's like you have a key let yourself in and he's like do you want me to give the key back and she's like if you want and he does not they go to see Elise's show. Anthony's also in the show with Elise, which is funny. Elise, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she, so Tawanda is like, hey, we're going to be late. Can you save seats for us? So they need four seats. So she sits next to Devin and then puts her purse and her yes. jacket on the next two seats. And so Corey shows up and Corey is like, <laughs> is this, are these seats for, for, for me? And she's like, hmm? And he's like, I meant for like me and Tawanda. And she's like, yes. And so he goes to pick up her purse off the seat next to her. And she's like, it's easier to save a seat for Tawanda if it's in between us. <laughs> yeah. She's like, let's not get too hasty. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to sit a seat away from her. And Tawanda arrives later than that. And so Tawanda comes in from the other direction. And so he's like, oh, let me stand up to let you through. And Tawanda's like, just move over. And if so, you don't push over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> She's like, stop being weird, you two. Stop it. Fucking. Well, damn it. So Tawanda here for Elise. makes them sit together during the intermission. And he's until intermission. He's like, hey, I can move at intermission. And she's like, it's fine. They end up moving anyway because of the configuration when they get back from intermission. He does get her Twizzlers, though. And so the show goes great. Elise is wonderful. Everyone almost cries. As I would have thought, she would be wonderful. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, Elisa's like, do you guys want to do you want to come out with us to the cast party?" And Corey is like, mm, "Boy, Corey's gonna be there. I'm just gonna. I have work tomorrow, guys. I got an event the next day. I got, day, which I got she, work which early. True. I got it. She has like a big yeah, like event for friends for the fam the next day. And so Corey follows her to her car, and he's like, "Can we talk?" And she's like, "Fine." And he says he misses her. Yeah. He's like, we've been apart for longer than we were together, but I'm, like, still, like, stuck on pause. I can't move forward without you. Yeah, because I think, like, at this point, it had been, like, a month since they had broken up. Yeah. And he's like, I can't move on. He's published his article, and he's like, he's like, I'm sorry for pushing you away. And she's like, don't apologize. And he's like, I'm sorry for not telling you that we probably met. And she's like... Okay, that was one that you can apologize for, because fair. Because um, fair. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to date anybody else. Like, I don't, I can't picture dating anybody else. I want to be with you. So she, against her, her better judgment. She gives in. 
Gives him the old, give me the old kiss of Rumi. <laughs> <laughs> she gives in. They make out a little bit. And then she. It, it gets kind of heavy. Yeah, it gets kind of heavy and they push apart. And then she's like, no, like you ended this and I've been fine. And I shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have like bothered me. And he goes, I love you. And she says, you don't love me, Corey. If you did, you wouldn't have been able to discard me so easily. Not while I stood there practically begging you to keep me. That was the decision you made. Not to trust me because you didn't have complete control with Met involved. And so she's like, I don't want to get back together. Yeah. I get it. Hurt my heart a little bit. I understand. I see where you're coming from. It still hurts. Yeah. So they're having their first workshop for finance for the fam. It goes pretty well. Like the families are engaged. They have, they have things set up so that like if, more families that they can handle show up that they still get like a goodie bag of like resources. Yep. Tawanda and Elise and Devin show up because they've signed up to volunteer. And Corey also shows up because he had also signed up to volunteer. <laughs> Boy, Corey is also here to volunteer. Uh, she tries to get him to leave. <laughs> yeah, she's like, we got it. You we don't got need to be here. It turns out that he's doing uh, brain breaks using like stuff that he knows from like doing physical therapy and so she's like yeah okay i guess you can stay fine <laughs> <laughs> sure you can stay i guess <laughs> he's pretty distracting to her and she kind of regrets but she also like regrets not having around last month uh because she's like part of the success of the event was him being there he made it perfect yeah but she still can only do so much so she goes back to the office with her co-workers to go Put all their stuff away, like all their supplies. All the excess stuff. Yeah. And then she tries to see if Tawanda can hang out. Tawanda doesn't pick up. She tries to see if Elise can hang out. Elise doesn't pick up. So she's just like, I'm going to have to go home by myself. And she realizes when she gets back to her apartment that Corey is leaving something outside of her door. Yeah. He's like crouched down, placing something in front of her door. Um, And so she's like what is that? And he's like, this is for you. She realizes that her key is inside of it. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to let you read it. And then we'll go from there. And so he leaves and she opens it up and he has written her a research paper proposal type thing. <laughs> it was so good. It is. This is one of the favorite things I've ever read. <laughs> In a romance novel. Yes. He basically is like, the title of it is Evaluating the Sentiment of Love, Retrieving and Interpreting High, uh, high Quality Evidence. Oh, I don't know what the, ti- what the title of it is. Uh, uh, but there's an abstract. I think that is the title. Okay, yeah. Interpreting and High Quality Evidence. Abstract. I messed up and I hurt both of us in the process. And so his is basically, he's like the wheat. It's basically like a love letter in like research paper format. And re- yeah, <laughs> it's so yeah. goddamn good. He's it's got so the abstract. Adorable. He's got the method. He gives his data points. Yes, some of my favorite data. I'm gonna say some of my favorite data points, and then you can say some of your data points if you've highlighted a couple of them. I did not. One of my favorites is his data points is that we managed to make hair maintenance a job in and of itself slightly erotic. <laughs> Without seeing you regularly, conversing and laughing with you, making love to you, I've been, in Tawanda's words, a pitiful pissy mess. 
<laughs> Met's involvement doesn't cast suspicion on the authenticity of our relationship, as previously believed. It affirms it. And he's like, results? I might have met you two decades ago, but I only got to know you recently. This is what comes to mind when I tell you how I, when I tell you I love you. This is how I know I mean it. And he basically is like, you gave me the keys as friends. I don't know where our relationship stands. I'm giving you the key back. But now it's up for you to decide where this goes. Justin. It's so goddamn adorable. I love it so much. <sighs> and with that, she realizes, like, you know what? Fuck yeah. I do love Corey. And she ends up, uh, like, running outside. She's like, it didn't take me that long to read this, so he could still be here. I could probably catch him if I if I run. Yeah, so she's like, I'm going to try and, like, get, like, go go try and find him. God, I, I just, I'm still so stuck on it. So she goes outside, and she, he's outside waiting for her. And they get back together. I don't even know how to, like... <laughs> i mean yeah (laughs) like oh they they yeah so they get back together and then they end up going back to her apartment and i assume they hook up oh yeah they definitely fuck and they fall asleep and she wakes up to a chime from her phone and it's the met app again despite the fact that she deleted it Despite the fact that she deleted it. Yes. And that she's basically, what I think, so basically she's having a conversation with this app, which is like her having a conversation with Joelle. I'm so like, yeah, the app thing was strange to me. Yeah. It was a little like, it's basically like leave a rating. She gives it five stars. And she says, and and it's like, do you want to share me with a friend? And she sends it to Tawanda. <laughs> she, she shares it with Tawanda mischievously. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. That's the end of the book. Is that that's the end of the book. I. <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? I'm still trying to figure uh, out what this. Um... Oh, what the uh, forgiveness arc is called? Yes. <laughs> While you're doing that. What do you think? Rating? How are we feeling? Mm, three and a half stars. Solid three and a half. I agree with that. Yeah. Like. This this is a pretty, although it took us longer than it normally takes us to read books. This was a pretty easy read. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty, I spit everywhere. It was pretty easy <laughs> to get engaged and stay engaged. <laughs> I need Need you to cut that out. Yeah, once I was <laughs> once I was in it, I was in it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was I was ready to go. Yeah, it was ready just to like go. getting there was a little was a little hard. Yeah, I would have loved some smut, but you know they can't it. all be bangers. This was like a, a mini banger. God, I I I honestly like really liked it. I liked the representation. I liked yeah the well of like all kinds. Yeah, very all-inclusive. Yeah, racially diverse, like, LGBTQ diverse. You know, we had a character who was, like, gender fluid, and yeah. I just, I loved it. Who was honestly one of the best characters Oh, yeah, in the book. I want Devin. I want nothing but the best for Devin. Yeah. 
we stand Devin in this household. I don't even know what to search for. If I figure out what it is, I'll add it and as like a an like a be like, you know, like Maya from the future, like this is what it's called. Uh, I love it for the past twenty five minutes. He's <laughs> been trying to figure out It's gonna bother me. There's like a term for it. Oh, the tournament arc. It's not. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. Uh, oh no. I didn't I'm not even gonna say what that was. Um, do you have like a, a suggestion for this week? Uh, I do. I do. I, I, I want you guys to have a good day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want you guys to do something that is just for you. You know what I mean? So like, I want you to, to figure out what's most important to you in your life. And I want you to plan a day around that. Like, if your family is important to you or the, the people that you love are the most important, make them the focus of your day. Uh, if you're, like, really into health or something, make time to go to the gym or take a walk. Um, if you enjoy doing makeup, fucking do that. You like doing your nails. Make a day where you just, you know, have a day where you do your nails. But I do want, like, with that being said, I want you to, to, to remember, right, mm-hmm. that... I, I'm get, I'm saying this, but it's also something that I personally work on constantly and I continue to struggle with, uh, with making time f- to do stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can have a good day without that, but if you truly want to have a good day for yourself, you should try prioritizing yourself instead of prioritizing everyone else. Yeah. So remember... Do something that's for you, wholly for you, and no one else. And that's my little my little rant. Mine is I kind of wish I'd gone first. <laughs> <laughs> the jalapeno cheddar bites from Burger King <laughs> <laughs> are incredible. That's also a solid. That's also <laughs> solid. <laughs> if you like jalapeno poppers, you are gonna love these jalapeno cheddar bites. They're just like gooey cheesy they are bomb nuggets of, <laughs> i'm not gonna lie dude <laughs> of deliciousness <laughs> i every time i go to burger king now i get like i get the eight piece because i just like they're so good get them with ranch even better hey. um hey. but yeah go to burger king and get the, the jalapeno cheddar bite <laughs> <laughs> we hey look if you want to if you want to make a day revolving around that fucking go to burger king and get some cheddar bites I have to be careful about which way I drive home from work because if I pass by a Burger King, I'm going to <laughs> No doubt in your mind. You're There's no them. doubt in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, do you do you have any other any any other business you wanted to talk about? <laughs> uh, no, I kind of blew my load there. Ew, <laughs> What an incredibly disgusting thing to say. <laughs> what do you mean? It's I'm using romance novel terms. <laughs> that is so nasty. What are you going to do next? Spit on me? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm not above it. If she's into that, then what's up? You know what I mean? No, I don't have anything else to say, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even fucking know what to do with you. <laughs> you can find Maya, us. I do want to say. Wait, no. What? Before this, I do want to say. You're my soulmate. Yeah, I think we might be platonic soulmates, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I wanted to say. You are also my platonic soulmate. Thank you. I have to put that in there because I'm like, sometimes Manny will like come around the corner and be like grump face at me because <laughs> I'm talking to another okay. man about how much I love him. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I love Manny also. We're just not soulmates and that's okay. Yeah. Soulmates aren't forever. You know what I mean? <laughs> except for us except this for is, us this is forever you piece of shit yeah, <laughs> you're gonna love me till the ends of time <laughs> till the ends of time to this, dust this this is this is like this will go beyond our corporeal bodies oh yeah we're gonna meet in space dude in, yes. in the heavens we're going to <laughs> really? always can't get rid of us fuck it that's right okay you can find us on Insta- <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at what did we just read, Twitter at what did we read, or you can email us at what we read podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to read along with us, see what books are coming up, or grab a copy of a book we've already read. You can check out our book club page on Amazon Book Clubs. Search for what did we just read. If you love us, give us a five star review. Share it we with love your you. friends, and definitely keep listening. We will see you. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Ooh, what are we reading next we, week? We are reading uh, Norwegian Wood by Haruki Murakami. Another one by Haruki. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I hope it is easier to read than the last one. <laughs> I have faith. Um, is there gay hockey in it? Uh, no, unfortunately I'm probably going to struggle. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe it. This is ridiculous. Oh, because, okay, part of the reason I'm, I'm super into it is because, like, I, I always said I was going to get into hockey. Um, yeah. When the Seattle Kraken started and they just had their draft, their expansion right. draft. So, like, it's been a good hockey week for me. So, <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time focusing unless there's, like, hockey players having gay sex together. Anyway, um, we hope y'all have a good. Uh, Month? Uh, day? Week? Second? Minute? Hour? Um. What's another indeterminate amount of time? Fortnite. Oh. We will see you guys next week with uh, Norwegian Wood by Haruki Murakami. We love you. Goodbye. You're the best.